laugh again. Throw your phone <laughs> at him. <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw your phone at him. <laughs> Success! (laughs) It was really hard for me not to laugh so we could get his laugh. That was a really good impression, though. (laughs) There you go. That's how we're going to start the podcast. Justin's giggle is so great. We're going to make it a segment. Like instead of screener or screaming, it's going to be like Justin's giggle. Laugh it or hate it. Wait, how did you do it? Still pretty good. Okay, that's funny. That was borderline Kevin uh, Holmes. I know that did sound kind of Kevin Holmes. Woo! Oh, hey everybody, we got the giggles today. And we had to capture Justin laughing because Chris was like trying to throw something on his phone and he threw it (laughs) (laughs) accidentally. For our movie packages, we got him laughing. It was great. Yeah. Um, So happy Friday, everyone. Yay. 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 We made it through another week and we made it through a week with a ton of movie news. There's so much stuff. We actually had to cut some stuff out of the things like that we said yeah. that were like less important just because there was way too much and we would have had a two-hour podcast. So. Yeah. It would have been long. Yeah. It would have been long. Um, but let's start off with probably what I think is the most controversial news is the Spider-Man news. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the one I'm that's sure you have a lot of thoughts on this. The most. Yeah. It kind of like, breaks my heart a little, which is, it seems dramatic, but like... And this is dramatic, but I remember hearing about when they first announced that Spider-Man was going to be included in the MCU. It was like the greatest movie news I had ever heard. Like, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I was like, I felt like a six-year-old again. Mm-hmm. And then now they just crushed me. They crushed so what exactly, dreams. so for people who don't know, yes. so it was that Sony. <laughs> like you? Well, no, I'm just saying because <laughs> no, you're like, kidding. oh, assume everyone knows. So I'm for people kidding. who don't know, then yes. uh, do you want to explain or Sarah or Justin. Either way. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll explain in layman's non-nerdy yeah, terms yeah, no, is that um, so uh, Disney and Sony were working together because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. And so the last couple Spider-Man films and the last couple Marvel movies. So he was in Avenger. Infinity War. Well, Infinity, Civil War. Civil War. Infinity War. Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's been in four of the Marvel movies, and that's because Sony has allowed them to be using his character. Right. And now they're saying, nope, sorry, like they couldn't work out a deal with the rights. Mm-hmm. So now Spider-Man will no longer be in any of the Marvel upcoming Marvel movies. And um, I assume the Marvel characters won't be in his right. movies either. So yeah. no Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that leaves Happy because he's his character yeah. is part of the MCU right. as well. Um, yeah, that's that's the really tricky thing. I mean, I I think it's really easy because I know there's a lot of like, excuse me, uh, there's more people who don't like this version of Spider-Man than I realize. And I've been learning that just based on Twitter reactions and stuff. And a lot of them are saying that like they, you know, they're fine without a Spider-Man movie ref- uh, having influence by the MCU, which I think that's fine. I'm more sad that we're not going to see Spider-Man in other people's movies. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see, I do want to see him interact with other characters. Which I feel like the Tom Holland Spider-Man has been kind of a highlight of a lot of them. The yeah. last few, you know, I definitely think mm-hmm. Infinity War and oh yeah, um, yeah, and, and, and when he first showed up in Civil War, like he Absolutely. was, he was such a highlight of that film. So yeah, it's it's just it's a bummer. and maybe it'll be fine. Like I mean, since he was such a huge part of those films, like 
maybe there's a natural end to, to what they did with him. Well, so. we say that, but I mean, they Far From Home was really setting him up as the new face yes. of the MCU, like, uh, you know, as the new Iron Man, so to speak. So that's what's going to feel. I mean, it's I think it's going to be easy to just stop it. You know, like they can make a Spider-Man if movie. If it's gonna without... stop, I think they did it in a good spot. Yeah, because they because the cliffhangers at the end of Far From Home don't have to connect to the MCU, right. but it's just more like sort of a bummer because they were bummer. setting it up to setting him up to be. A but big again, deal, I mean, but... like looking at what they have coming up, I mean, we probably won't get another Avengers movie for what, like five years, probably. Maybe? Probably, well, I and guess it depends on whatever they do in 2022. I don't but. know that it's necessary to see Spider-Man in the Eternals. From what I know of right. the Eternals, it's a space movie. So, like, what is he going to have to do with that? Well, like, uh, I don't... It might be in the past. Black so. Widow, like, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. if it's in the past, then right, exactly. he's a baby. So Yeah, but it's more... Because he's... So, Tom Holland is contracted for two more movies which granted those are sony Mm -hmm. not mcu so he's contracted for two more so that would be like if in two years we had another spider-man movie and two years after that that would be whatever however many years from now so there could be an avengers it would be hard to see him like without the support of the avengers i guess like they would always have something to do with those yeah so like uh, people it's hard to point pinpoint the blame because the first reports were like sony's being selfish Mm-hmm. Then the next reports were like, well, no, Disney's being greedy. And, and then Sony released a statement. They didn't want Kevin Feige to be part of the movies because he's yeah. too busy. Some, that's yeah, what, I saw people on Twitter blame. They're like, don't blame Disney. Blame Sony. I mean, right. so essentially, I, I don't, I think we, don't, both. we yeah. don't know who, right. you know, because right. we're not in those closed doors meetings. But like, I mean, I think money has a lot to do with oh, both is, is of that, so. is that that why people? Because my initial reaction would be probably the people who are blaming Disney because Disney has all the money in the world. Now. Yeah, so there's a lot I'm of people that who are saying that like, yay, now Dis- Disney doesn't Disney have everything. Wanted more and, money, you know, because they because yeah. Disney uh, has they were essentially wanting to split everything mm-hmm. now because they haven't been doing that. Mm-hmm. The money they make is mostly for merchandising and then like a five percent or something like that. Um, so they were essentially asked. Supposedly they were asking for a fifty fifty deal, mm-hmm. uh, and then Sony turned them down. So like what people are the industry insiders or whatever or Sony insiders are just basically saying like Sony thinks now they don't need Kevin Feige that basically he made the playbook. They can take it and do what they will and do with what they will. And which that might be true. I mean, I think people are like forgiving Sony a little too much because Sony just made into the spider verse, which was great Mm -hmm. and obviously won the Academy Mm -hmm. Award for best animated feature. But I mean, they they don't they still don't have the best track record of Spider Man mm-hmm. movies because the Andrew Garfield ones weren't great. Spider Man three wasn't great, and Spider Man one and two have a great following and are and Spider Man two is arguably arguably one of the better one mm-hmm. of the best ones. But I mean, the Marvel Spider Man movies have been great, so it's just a bummer in general. So it just because the if because Sony probably sees it as like even if we make a little bit less money a hundred percent of eight hundred million dollars worldwide is a lot better than half of a billion worldwide right. so they're gonna make more money mm-hmm. essentially and I don't know it's a bummer but it seemed like from the release that Sony sent out they were like no we'd we'd love to work with Kevin yeah. like but Disney said no so right. who the heck who the heck knows what and that know. things could change in the future so yeah. it's not a I don't know if it's still yet an officially done deal but the Disney Expo is coming up this weekend. I think it's this weekend. So I think people are hoping that Feige will speak out about it mm-hmm. because I'm sure there's going to be Marvel announcements in general or at least discussed in some way. So um, maybe somebody will 
speak about it. Yeah. Maybe now that they know everyone's outrage. Yeah. Yes. Well, the nerd, nerd Twitter is up in a tizzy. Yeah. The, the only bonus is that maybe like he can interact with these spinoffs they're doing now. Yeah. Like if he can fight, if he fights Tom Hardy as Venom, that could be kind of fun because yeah. that, that was always uncertain. But which, by the way, Andy Serkis is directing Venom 2, which is crazy. If I don't know if you oh. knew that. But. No, I didn't. But not Venom know that. Two, 1 sucked. So why, why yeah, wouldn't we that's care? What I'm, my... Because it was a like financial boom. It like was very, very, very successful. So they really think that the, since the first one was terrible that people are really going to go see the second one? They went they to see will. the first one. Yeah. Yeah, and then they realized that it sucked. And they didn't go back. No, yeah, they kept going. That's what I'm saying. It made a lot of money. <laughs> Even maybe there was just good. like 800 million people that were like, yeah. eh. <laughs> Well... Anyways, that's the saddest news yes, of my everyone's life. Everyone's very yeah. sad. What about the good news that James Bond is getting a cool title? I it was cool hoping title. you would talk about this. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about Still it. Still Sony. It's movie news. Yeah. What's the title? Uh, I don't really time, know. I don't remember. I saw wait, it. But no, no Time to Die. Yeah. No Time to Die. It's a, yeah. it's a cool Bond title. I like, I like it. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, which, by the way, Spider-Man Far From Home just passed Skyfall as the highest grossing Sony film. Yuck. <laughs> uh, no, I'm super excited for this Bond Yeah, it's a, that's a great title. Mm-hmm. I dig it. And I like what they're doing. I like, uh, I think, Carrie Fukunaga. Fukunaga? Fukunaga. I, I almost got it. I think <laughs> I think he's going to do a great job. Yeah, I think well and having Phoebe Waller-Bridge is yeah. coming in to do uh script tweaks, that's yeah. exciting. I think I think they're going to I think it's going to I still be good. need to watch Fleabag. Yeah, you do. It's so yeah. great. What you easy call to me? watch too. You Fleabag? You just call me Fleabag? No, I'm watching you right now. I'm... Oh, okay. So I'm not Fleabag. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so that's cool. I I think it's a cool name. I'm I'm not like a huge James Bond fan. I don't mind the mm-hmm. movies. I'll see them. But yeah. Oh, I saw not, that the uh, like, Twitter video. Um, I don't know if you saw that with uh, Daniel Craig walking across. Yeah. I was like, oh, just the music. Here, April 2020, I believe. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming up. And it'll be good because April, like, there's usually not a lot happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of surprised it's not like November because Skyfall yeah. was in November and it was, yeah. you know, kind of an Oscar. Yeah, right. Or in Oscar talks. There's right. no such thing as like uh, specific months anymore. Like Shazam came out in April last mm-hmm. this yeah. year, and Endgame technically came out in April. Like it's a okay. This is I know we're off the script here, so I apologize. Uh, but this is actually a decent segue when we're talking about Oscar <laughs> talks. Uh, can you mention what you uh, what the it chapter two reactions? Oh, they've just been pretty good. Uh, like they're all saying that it's scary and the cast is great, but like, um, oh, it's like a, like they're all. A lot of it is saying like they're too, it's too long and like a little drawn out and mm-hmm. obviously it's too long. Yeah. Was it two hours and forty minutes? <laughs> yeah, something for like that. Goodness uh, sake! But the like there's a, a like few a people. A lot of them say Bill Hader steals the show, and then there were some that were even saying they expect him and want him to be in like Oscar discussions, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. It's kind of weird to think about like it chapter two yeah. as an uh, like. For Bill it Hader won't. To it's be. not going to happen. I don't think yeah. it will either. But like they did do an Oscar campaign for the first one. Um, yeah, a few years and ago. that didn't happen. It just didn't happen. No. Movies like this don't always get that kind of attention, no. which we've discussed. I think we've discussed before. Her- it's not that Her- hard to look, like. Oh, a clown! <gasps> yeah, <laughs> like boom, Oscar! Like is that is that really I mean, hard acting? There? But well, there, there's a lot of dramatic. There's there's a lot of drama in the. Well, in the, there's in the a adult. lot of yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah, child abuse and Her- all that. Hereditary is Stuff. one that comes to mind. That like I'm just still stunned that it didn't get any Oscar. Like love. I could win yeah. an Oscar for it. <gasps> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> could you scared. play Pennywise? No. Okay, Justin could with that laugh. I'm not creepy enough to play Pennywise. <laughs> get, Ke- 
Get Kevin Holmes Hockey. to play. Bill Hader did say in an interview that it was like a struggle because he said that his reaction when he's scared is to laugh. Uh-huh. So the director kept yelling at him for like, why are you laughing? What are you doing? <laughs> So wait, he was actually scared on set? <laughs> no, but like oh. that's just like his reaction. Right. I guess his his oh, normal oh. reaction. So when is he was acting, yeah, he was I guess like, so. oh, I'm supposed to be scared. I was like, like laughing. Right like, yeah. <laughs> I get chills yeah. every time I see the TV spot when he's like, for 27 years I've dreamt of you. Yeah, that's pretty good too. Weird. I don't know what that it was. Like that was a like cartoon dog yeah. or something. <laughs> Sound like what? A cartoon dog, like <laughs> borderline Scooby Doo. Oh, pretty good. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> um. My <laughs> my hunter is come. They've said it's going to have five seasons. I was wondering about. I this. don't believe like, that because yeah. wasn't he? Didn't he just anyone? say I hope? Did you see the quote? He said a plan. Oh, he did. Or maybe he said Fincher hopes. But okay. either way, that's what it's, it was. Right? It's like a really great show, so yeah. I can't yeah. imagine they wouldn't. But yeah, thinking about five seasons, like when it's like two years between. I the really two. hope like, they don't keep man, doing it. Yeah, I know. That's a long, long time. I'll be, I mean, gonna, they, I'll take be like 10 years, 50. Yeah, take yeah. 10 years to do five I mean, show. if they, I will say though, that is a show that if you, you know, as years go by, I mean, there's so much material that you could talk about to where yeah. I think it would stay fresh. Mm-hmm. It's not like one case that they're following for right. five seasons. And well, we are all watching the second season right yeah, now, Yeah, But I've only seen one episode. I'm, I'm on, I'm on episode three, so I've seen two. Okay. What are you on, Chris? In the middle of two. Okay. And we, I like it. Like, oh, I, yeah. I think it's fascinating. We've talked a little bit about the BTK stuff mm-hmm. and me being from Wichita and mm-hmm. kind of the connection there. And I, I like that it's BTK heavy because I, I think that's the storyline that I'm most interested mm-hmm. in. I think so. From what I hear, the second half of the it's series. It's more towards the, yeah, yeah and yeah. less BTK. The, other, the but Atlanta killings. Yeah. But, but they're, I'm curious if, they, if they're going to do time jumps in the show uh, for BTK because mm-hmm. doesn't he have like a resurgence in the 80s or something? Um, in 2000s. Kind? Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how they'd handle Like, that. I think his reign, his like killing was the 70s to like late 80s and then there was like a 10 year break and like it'll he didn't kill again after that i'm pretty sure but he started media mm-hmm. like started talking to the media again like in maybe like late 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. or something like that crazy yeah it is crazy but i'm enjoying the show a lot so yeah um five more seasons five, five is, a solid, is a solid yeah. number cool yeah five I and no more i think a lot of shows can do five yeah and then mm-hmm. be done yeah well, let's talk about some cool movie trailers coming out. Um, I okay. just watched um, The Report today, yeah. and that's um, an Adam Driver Amazon original movie mm-hmm. that's going to be coming out. I don't know when. I didn't I forgot. see the date there. Or, yeah, I, I think forgot or didn't look. I don't know. I think it's uh, maybe a November or December release. Yes. Can but I, Go ahead. Oh, no. You continue. Okay. Um, (laughs) uh, So it looks like it's based on a true story of uh, the person responsible for kind of investigating uh, the waterboarding and interrogation methods going on kind of after 9-11. So post 9-11, like interrogation methods when the whole waterboarding thing like came out into the open and it was like a CIA cover up, I guess. Yeah, um, they were like burning interrogation tapes and blah blah. Mm-hmm. blah. So Adam Driver plays the guy responsible for like 
tracking all that down and figuring out like what the CIA CIA did to cover all that stuff mm-hmm. up. So it looks good. It looks really good. I'm yeah. very excited about it. It gives me vibes of the post, mm-hmm. but also like a vague Zero Dark Thirty. Yes, you same. Know? So, uh, so you might like it, Chris. Well, I just told Justin, and this is the weird part: is that I kid you not, uh, last night, <laughs> me and me and Adam Driver were in a. It was a dream. Obviously, and me and Adam Driver were like running from from people, but then there was a, a a part of the dream that I remember where he like was an Academy Award winner. So and you think so it was a premonition? I told Justin hmm. like, "What if that's a premonition?" Because yeah. your email with that trailer was uh-huh. uh, Adam Driver going for his going for the Oscar, Oscar. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, huh. that would be weird. So if this year if he wins the Academy Award, then. There's something well. That's better than my dream of Meghan Markle being a bitch to me. (laughs) She called me that last night. She called me a loser for some. Like I was like standing there, and she came up behind me, and she was like, "You should not be a loser and get out of the line or something to get her autograph and picture." And I was like, "What the hell?" But then I like got it on video, so my video went viral, and I was like. It was like, are the royals not as nice as they appear? <laughs> <laughs> you should not be a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I a hope that's dream. the way wow. she insults people. I so now I feel like it was real and I have to like hate Meghan Markle, but <laughs> I have no reason to hate her. Uh, well, she called you a loser. Yeah. I know, but like, you know when like dreams feel oh, real to you yeah. and you're like, why do I have animosity to yeah. that person? Oh, it's absolutely. like, oh, because they Did you have a bad dream about Le- Leonardo DiCaprio? Is that why? <laughs> no. No. No, I just think he can be douchey. <laughs> <laughs> but the report looks good. Yeah, but the yeah. report looks good. It's got really John Ham. I like seeing John, John Ham and Annette Benning. Right? Annette Benning is yeah. in it. She plays Diane Senator Diane Feinstein, who's yeah. a real person. And I didn't realize that she was the one kind of like in charge mm-hmm. of that whole. I love movies that are based on true stories of things that I don't really know about. Sure, like, me Because then it's like, yeah. ooh, like I need to learn about this. Like what really happened? Yeah. What really didn't happen? Or even so. stuff that I know vague things about. Like even the post. Like I obviously knew some stuff, but not all of yeah. the. Can we just so stop talking about that crap movie? Oh, it was good. I liked it. I liked it a lot too. The post. The post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. we've had. And Matthew (laughs) Rice-Rees plays the exact same character. He's like in a car, which is what he did in the post. And he's like, I'll write the story tomorrow. I'm like, that's exactly what you did in the (laughs) post. They just took scenes from the post. They pretty much could have. Yeah. And he looks the same. Like, yeah, he's kind of got like, I don't know. It's pretty funny, though. But I think it looks amazing. I'm very excited excited for it. Um, And yeah, Adam Driver looks fantastic. He's going, he's, he's doing a double, a double Oscar attempt yeah. this year. Well, because he was has the marriage story. There's so your segue, Chris. More yeah. trailers. <laughs> um, so this is the Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, mm-hmm. and they released two trailers. Yeah, which was so, really cool. Which was really cool. It was from one from her perspective, one from his perspective, yeah. and this is the Noah Baumbach um, written, written and directed. Yeah, yeah. It'll be on Netflix, but of course, like theaters, because I'm sure they're going to try for Oscars. So kind of about a marriage falling apart and like a child that's in the middle of it. So he's like on his dramatic game, Adam Driver. Mm -hmm. So you could be very correct. And maybe he's going to clean up like many things. So if you want to talk to me about more Oscar winners, Mm -hmm. just wait till next year. Yeah. And I'll have a dream about someone. Well, it's just, it's so freaking crazy to me because, like, the fact that he got his start on girls. Yeah. Sure. Like, and, and he was, was a weird, such a weird I mean, character. you knew he was a good actor, but yeah. he was just weird. Uh-huh. And, yeah. So I'm, like, really happy for him that he's, like, 
And he's kind of like a, you know, weird looking dude too. Yeah. So like, you know, guys that look like him aren't typically like leading men and yeah. sure. he's like really broken the mold and all of that. Yeah. So I like Adam Driver a lot. I like him a lot. So you just complimented him, but gave him an insult yeah. at the same time. He's an interesting looking guy. Like, sure. Why don't you say that he's to not, his face? <laughs> I'm sure he knows that. <laughs> Wow. What am I going to say? Hey, Adam Driver, you know you're an interesting looking person, right? Yeah. That that would be a weird thing to say to his face anyways. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure I've read articles where he talks about like not being like your typical Mm -hmm. leading guy. Yeah. He's pretty open about that. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, so um, the Maisel season three yeah. trailer came oh, you, out. One oh, of my yeah. favorite shows. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, they had, yeah, and they had the premiere date for December 3rd, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like, man, why can't other shows be as quick as <laughs> the production is, of yeah. Maisel? Like Absolutely. it hasn't even been a year. Right. Exactly. And they're just like churning out. Yes, episodes. Yeah. Stranger and those are, Things. Take and those note. are long yeah. seasons. Yeah. They're long episodes. Or there's a lot yeah, of episodes. Yeah. Well, in I think Mine Hunter is the one that really makes me mad. Two years. Like, that's way too long. And maybe, I, Stranger like, Things I mean, is long, too. A year and a do half. Do you think it's because Jonathan Groff is so busy? Like, is he? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's been in a. I don't know. Hasn't he? I mean, they were filming it a long time ago, so maybe it just takes right. a maybe long time. Maybe Fitcher's the yeah, busy maybe one. Maybe he's just like. The writing. I don't know what. I don't know what takes the longest if it's just the writing. Yeah. Like maybe like I feel like Maisel's on top of it where they yeah. have to be writing like immediately after production. Yeah, like, probably. But also if Fincher's directing, he, he's known for doing so many takes like his production yeah. is probably long. And, right. Um, but Dan, yeah, like I, mm-hmm. I want to say the last Maisel was out last year. December, it was, it was, January. It was, last, it, was last, it was November, December. November, yeah. December. Mm-hmm. And we're already. Getting yeah, you're right. Because it was. It yeah. was. Yeah. Because I got screeners it was, for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like yeah. November. But I'm excited. Maybe it's just a simpler thing to make. I, mean, I don't know. But uh, but it yeah, it doesn't seem. It doesn't seem. But isn't it longer seasons too, or longer episodes? They have right? a lot of yeah, twelve hour, or hour long. But aren't they like twelve episodes or ten? Uh, I think it's ten to thirteen. It's but so still, it's a lot that's of longer actually than, you know. You know maybe no, that maybe like last eight. season was nine. Okay. Eight or nine yeah. But but e- either way, they're they're still longer episodes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, like Big Little Lies. I mean, I know that's a different story because that they uh, didn't have the material. Mm-hmm. From like the you know the the book. Well, neither mm-hmm. does Maisel. But like, but it's that also, was like forty minute or yeah. forty five minute episodes. Yeah. And it's also different home. studios because Netflix. I mean, what we know with Stranger Things takes a while, so maybe mm-hmm. it's just Netflix, you know, being sure. slow on the draw or something. But maybe Amazon's well, trying to. Well, I think stay part of the thing with Stranger Things is like we've already had the last season and they they haven't had anything written, so I think that's right. part of the slowdown. I like, remember us talking. They about had that like too, a like, vague idea of where they were going for the next season, whereas like it seems like Maisel probably already has everything. I mean, written and ready yeah. to go. Right. But that still probably could be a studio thing. Like maybe Netflix yeah, it it just isn't commissioning them to to get get going. Yeah, I don't you know? know. What a great show, though. I know. What Stranger Things? Maisel. Oh yeah, I know. I'm so excited. Um, the it, writing. It, it just looks like it's such a feel good show. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's fun to watch. Um, so oh, I check out that trailer. I want to make sure. I don't know if you're going to mention the trailer, but Bombshell. Did you have that on? The list? Oh no, I did not have that on. Yeah, the list. I thought yeah. that looked really interesting. Bombshell, um, um, which actually leads into our last trailer, which is really good. So yeah, let's talk about Bob. Yeah, Bombshell. So, Bombshell. Uh, Charlie's. They're on playing uh, Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. That, she looks so yeah. similar. Really it's like crazy. It. When I was watching the trailer, I was like, is that a CGI? Because like, I thought Nicole, yeah. something about Nicole Kidman's face looked off, too. So I was like, are they like doing like uh, some sort of effect on mm-hmm. their faces? I think it was just the makeup. But I think it yeah. might have been makeup. But either either way, striking, like so whatever they yeah. do. this is the Roger Ailes, like... The movie Fox version. News. Yeah, because yeah, like, I never saw the other one with, with had um, 
who played him? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Crow. Crow. That was like yeah. a, a mini series. I didn't see that. Yeah. I wonder if that heard, was any good. No, I heard it was really mixed reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I think fifty something. Yeah, like the, a lot. It was one of those things where they say like the performances are good, but that's about it, you know. Um, but this has got Margot Robbie who plays and not a real person, right. but um, Nicole Kidman plays Gretchen Carlson who's real, and then yeah, Megan Kelly by Charlie. I Theron. love that trailer. Just very John simple. John Lithgow. And, like, very, like, simple. Ooh, what's gonna? Yeah, yeah. yeah John, John Lithgow, Lithgow plays Ailes. Um, I am just intrigued because the cast alone, yeah. you know, I don't know why, but I'm getting, I'm getting the opinion already in my head that this is going to be one of those Oscar buzzy ones that doesn't turn out good. And I don't really yeah. know why, but cause it was I, such a simple trailer. I, sure. I don't know. I, think I don't really like the name of it. Cause bombshell makes me think yeah. of like a blonde bombshell. Yeah, and like right. instead of like the bombshell of like what mm-hmm. happened there. Sure. So unless they did that on purpose, maybe. Um, but yeah, that's not a great title. Um, and the teaser itself is good, except for the like when a secret becomes a bombshell. Whatever I know, it's really like cheesy. Like, but, yeah, whisper yeah. turns into that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of stupid. But the but the cast is obviously great, so yeah. I, I'm sure the performances will be. What is it with the TV stuff going on? Like the more or morning show yes. with yeah. that movie? Coming well, out that makes and... it that much more appealing for us. Yeah. You know, I know. You know, we're yeah. So the morning show, real like the actual full trailer came out too. So this is the Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, and Reese Witherspoon one. We talked about this last week. Um, oh yeah, because there was only well, there was only was that teaser teaser yeah. trailer. Mm-hmm. So now we got the full one where we can actually see the characters and kind of what's going on. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, a morning show that kind of very had a Today Show esque yeah. thing mm-hmm. where um, Steve Carell's character apparently had very allegations against him. They just yeah. don't say what kind. Yeah, but well, you kind of have to assume it's yeah yeah some kind of like well the only so here's my complaint with the show based on the trailer is like and we kind of mentioned this last week because they talked about how it's like it's the office meets big little lies and that's a very strange distinction Mm -hmm. um because those are such totally different shows so is it like so a funnier big little lies okay fine but even in the trailer like they talk about these allegations against him, and obviously our minds go to a sexual, mm-hmm. alleg- yeah. sexual assault allegations. And then they take this comedic approach, even to mm-hmm. his character. There's this like f- cut to him crying, and it's my me- life is ruined. Yeah, it's yeah. like meant I to didn't be even funny. do anything. Yeah. It's like it's it feels comedic, and I'm like, I can't. Are we supposed to sympathize with this guy now? Mm-hmm. Like, if this yeah. is a Matt Lauer situation, like we can't sympathize with no. this person unless he's so. innocent or something. Unless he's right. innocent, because he does say like she's throwing me under the bus. So it yeah. could be that he's innocent and. That's the whole point, but like maybe she's the one that was doing the allegations, and like they actually had a relationship or something, right? It could be. So obviously, it's just a trailer, and we don't know what the show's going to be like. But just watching the trailer, that's what's weird to me Mm -hmm. is like what the tone of the show is, and are we supposed to be sympathizing with this character? I don't don't care about Reese Witherspoon's story. I feel like it's the same story we've seen before, where it's just like oh, the younger, aspiring Mm -hmm. person, and then Jennifer Aniston's mad because she's older, and like oh, is she going to take my job? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's in every movie. Like, well, maybe they, it'll surprise us. It's directed yeah. by Mimi Leader, mm-hmm. who did a lot of leftovers episodes. She did on the basis of sex, which yeah. is you know Ruth Deep Impact. Yeah, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We'll forget about that one. <laughs> Deep Impact. She's done a lot of really good stuff. Has, yeah. So I feel like it's maybe. Hopefully, it's in good hands. Would Deep um, Impact have worked so. if, if not for Armageddon? 
Because those came out like the same similar time. times. No, I think it got hurt by Armageddon because Armageddon is arguably a more fun movie. I'm right. not gonna say I don't want to say better because they're not. Neither of them are like good movies, mm-hmm. but Armageddon's really fun. So, so I think that kind of hurt. We it, should it, do it. a podcast on like movies that came out at around the same time that are the same kind of thing. Like How no, we have we've we? done so many uh, now. I feel I, like no, we've talked about. I that. think we've discussed it before mm-hmm. because yeah, because we talked about the Friends movies, like Just Friends or whatever. Uh, no the, strings attached. And no strings. Yeah, yeah we we've talked. About that. Well, maybe we have. Maybe we have. Someday we'll, revisit. we'll We'll have to go back into our ninety episodes and figure out. Yeah, because yeah. there are a lot of those, like the Snow White movies that came out around mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah, so. we talked about it. Um, we were talking about Mimi. Yes. So I guess that leads into the main topic, minus the fact that we just went off the rails yeah. and talked about. <laughs> it's my fault. Uh, That's typical, Chris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, where where do we leave off? Okay, so our main topic today um, has to do with a tweet that we saw a couple weeks ago. Um, so somebody tweeted out Spike Lee's 100 movies that every you know aspiring film director has to see and it's like a list of a hundred and then there was a tweet from a woman who said there's more rapists and molesters on this list than women yes because there were no women i don't don't think there were any women on his list i haven't printed and i don't yeah there were zero women on spike lee's list of a hundred movies every film director has to see and then some dude tweeted out and i think he's since deleted it said something like well none of these i don't consider any Movies that I've seen directed by a woman as essential. Hmm. Right. Okay. Which we, we all disagree which, with. Which was like, bull crap. Yeah, like, the, there, was, there was the one guy on there who like schooled him and listed all these movies. Whatever, yes. You know. So we just thought that was a really dumb tweet. And we're like, of course, there's some amazing um, female-directed movies out there. And we want to talk about them. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, yes, that's, that's what we shall do. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't want to go through my whole list just yet. But on that note about like essential movies big directed by penny marshall mm-hmm. yeah like, are you kidding me well she also did yeah. a league of their own, a league of their own. Yeah. like two huge a league of their own right. probably i like big more so i, I want to say i want to say real quick so this guy like once everybody was like what the hell is wrong with yeah. you he kind of backtracked a little bit and he's like because people started listing all these amazing movies that were female directed he's like yes but i wouldn't call them essential so like which is That's still he was BS. trying to defend it by saying like it's not an essential movie how is a league of their own which like, I, don't, I don't know how you don't define that but like looking at the list of like spike lee movies i'm like some of these i've never even heard of sure. like how are you going to replace like big or a league of their own yeah. like with this movie 400 blows by francois oh, Profunt? Yeah, yeah. like what the hell is that like yeah no i've seen a league of their own <laughs> <It's classic. laughs> like, right that's yeah. way better than this movie that i've never heard of yeah Have, do you know what it is uh-huh. oh is, yeah, is it yeah. classic it's it's like a it's a it's classic oh, i thought you've never joking. heard of it no no, no, like, no. Oh, classic okay. no it's known for being like an amazing yeah oh, okay i've it's never even heard of it but it would be because Spike Lee's also an older guy, and so I mean, if Scorsese made a list, well, I'm made sorry, a, Spike Lee also put Midnight Cowboy on here, which I have seen, and I don't think that's an essential movie <laughs> that you have to see. It's uh, not that great. Like, I definitely <laughs> think if somebody our age or mm-hmm. even a little bit older made a list like this, there probably would be a lot of sure. films with female. Like, but I don't, I'm not, I don't want to defend Spike Lee because Spike Lee still lived through times of like great films right. directed by women. So, but I mean. It's still f- annoying to hear some guys say, you know, they're not a. He also right. put hoop dreams on here. Well, that might I have mean, been influential to how, him, right? You know, but yeah, it's still, you know, well, that's the thing too is like defining what's essential because 
that's probably movies that are essential to him and his life and his inspiration mm-hmm. and stuff. So, like, but he's saying it for other people. Like, oh, if you want to be an aspiring director, true. this is what I you need to see. Breaking, like, the, the funny thing to me is that there's a list of a hundred. Like, Hoot Dreams could be essential to like the sports movie genre, but. When, when I you're argue a league of their own is better than right, that movie. Right. So but it's like, like why are you leaving way off more 100? Essential. It's not like he made the top 10. Like, okay, yeah. I get that. But 100 movies, really, that are more essential. weird. Than... So let's uh, let's talk about some of these female-directed ones sure. that we think are essential. Because we're giving the middle finger to that person. Yes. <laughs> Heck yes, we are. Not Spike Lee, but the other Well, yes, I definitely had a league of their own on my list. I love the league of their own. I think that's such a phenomenal movie. Um, well, and, that, and that's kind of the other thing is, I mean, a league of their own and big are very like iconic for mm-hmm. their times and just the influence they had on film and people in general. Yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah, that's why they were on my list. I also like, this is a really, obviously a really re- recent one, but Lady Bird, mm-hmm. is, I love Lady is, Bird. Is, is number one on my list. Cause I mm-hmm. love that movie. And we obviously know Greta Gerwig is going to do and has done mm-hmm. great things. And um, like, sure. It's a recent movie, but that doesn't mean, you know, it shouldn't be in the description. Sure. Agreed. I have that on mine as well. And if it wasn't for Get Out, then she would have won. You think so? I think screenplay. Oh, screenplay? Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, But I also had, so um, uh, Wayne's World and Clueless, I thought I wanted to put in the same Mm -hmm. category. Obviously, they're different directors, but like they're in that 90s comedy that were Mm -hmm. very influential. Mm -hmm. I have both of those on mine. Yeah. Lost in Translation, mm-hmm. I think, is mm-hmm. that's probably one of the ones I'm surprised that somebody wouldn't say is essential because right. it's really great. And, and, and Zero Dark Thirty, those two. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, uh, and not just the performances, or not just the direction, but the performances in Lost in Translation are great. Scarlett Johansson and, and Bill Murray are obviously incredible. Uh, yeah, I had, so I, I just put Catherine Bigelow because mm-hmm. honestly, I think The Hurt Locker could be in that discussion. Uh, definitely Zero Dark Thirty, of course. And then, like, I, and Point Break is kind of, oh, yeah. in my opinion, essential. Maybe not for the same reasons, but like mm-hmm. it's still, you know, uh, it's still one of the greatest like '90s action movies, yeah. you know. Um, and then uh, let's see, kid, the kids are all right. I really enjoyed Booksmart. is a really recent one, mm-hmm. and I and I know that The Matrix is controversial to be included on the list, but I still wanted to because yeah. a lot of people kind of disagree with oh, that sure. because you know they weren't but, female they at right. the time, at the, exactly. Sure. But but sure. it's obviously. That is, if not, that has to be one that would be in that, dis- like, mm-hmm. should be yeah. on a list like that because the Matrix is the Matrix and it kind of changed I mean, action the movies. the third one. Well, or the second one for that yeah, matter. But it, but it sort of changed, you know, action mm-hmm. movies, for, you know, for us. Uh, and then even on that note, uh, Wonder Woman um, yeah. just Agreed. being the one of the biggest superhero movies of all time and to be directed by a woman, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's huge. Mm-hmm. So just like playing devil's advocate, I can see like where this guy is saying like from a directing standpoint, but like I still think there's several like yeah. that should be like right. I think Zero Dark Thirty, I think Hurt Locker, um, I think Lady Bird, I definitely think um, yeah like a League of Their Own, and then what was the last one you just said? Lost in Translation. Yeah, Lost in Translation. Yeah. Those should be on a directing list for sure. But yeah. like that said, there are so many other like female directors who I just love, who I, I yeah. personally as a female think are essential because uh-huh. like 
some of them gave us like some um, really amazing like genres of really like, romantic comedies, which sure. I find mm-hmm. to be classic. Uh-huh. Like and like I'm speaking of like Nora Ephron and Nancy Myers sure. who did mm-hmm. like um, something's got to give and the holiday mm-hmm. and like Nora Ephron did Sleepless in Seattle and you've got Mail and mm-hmm. like those are just to me like such classic movies. And even though like you know maybe it's not like oh this wasn't the hardest directing or like visual ap- appealing like yeah. movies or whatever, I still find them to be classic and like very essential. For, mm-hmm. sure. for somebody like me that loves film. Um, and I love everything Lynn, Lynn Ramsey has been doing. Like, yeah, I think absolutely. she's definitely very promising and got a really like like cool career. I loved Capernaum, which is uh, the Le- Nadine Lebecki mm-hmm. movie that came out last year. Um, was one of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have that you didn't have? I think that's... Oh, and then we talked about Mimi Letter, who did Basis of Sex. Like, mm-hmm. I... Yeah. And Ava DuVernay. Sure. Selma and yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, too, there are directors. So like Claire Denis, who recently had High Life, she's I've never seen any of her other films, but I've noticed it come up in a lot of the discussion, just like certain films she's had. So that's some a director to, mm-hmm. to make note of. And because I did the same thing. There's a couple of female directors that I love, like uh, Lynn Shelton. I really enjoy uh, her movies. And maybe she hasn't made anything that I would. I mean, in the grand scheme, be essential, but there's like your sister's sister. I love mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and then also I like, I haven't seen the piano, but the, that was directed mm-hmm. by female. That was, mm-hmm. you know, big first time. Um, fast times, Ridgemont high, even like I didn't yeah. put it as like a, one of my favorites because I also don't think that it, it, it has True. aged well, but I mean, for that eighties comedy time period, it's, you know, it's in there. I mean, it's n- as famous as it is for a reason, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. I have like a top 10 list. Okay. of female directors but this is also just like sometimes these are just movies that i like have a soft spot for uh katherine hardwick did 13 and i have a really soft spot for 13 mm-hmm. uh, it was one of like the first like indie films that sure. i ever saw and it was a really good character piece i love character virgin movies. suicides was directed by a woman and that's yeah. like a super yeah. indie film piece. yeah it's uh same sophia coppola who mm-hmm. did uh-huh. in translation uh jennifer kent uh, the Babadook. Yeah, I did put the Babadook um, down because I do like that movie. I thought a lot. that was kind of essential mm-hmm. in the sense too that, like, I mean, that was well, the character's become an icon and it's in his own right. Like, yeah. uh, and then I guess she's uh, directed the Nightingale, which mm-hmm. I hear is great. Which I might go see that tomorrow, today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, uh, Sofia Coppola, um, Karen Kasama. Oh yeah. Ever, yeah, for Destroyer. Destroyer, Jennifer's Body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot really Jennifer's like Body. The invitation. I, the invitation. Did. I love the invitation. Also, she. Oh, oh that's right. The invitation. Yeah. I. The invitation to Destroyer. Both. Yeah. For me, are awesome. Uh, Penny Marshall, Big is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, and League of Their A uh, League of Their Own. Um, Marielle Heller. Is that how you say it? Can you ever forgive me? Mm, yeah. Love. Can you ever forgive me? Uh, Nancy Myers is probably number three for me for director. I love the holiday. Mm-hmm. I love I, lo- I love the holiday. I just I can't stress yeah. it enough. Uh, I love pa- Jack Black in the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Parent Trap. Something's got to give, of course. Uh, Catherine Bigelow for the Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. I think I like mm-hmm. Zero Dark Thirty a little more uh-huh. honestly than the Hurt Locker. And then my favorite is Andrea Arnold. Yes, because I Fish love Tank. Fish Tank. Oh yeah, I knew. You, I, I wrote it down on the la- on the last list, but I've never seen it. But I I, I just, only wrote it down because I knew you'd bring it up, yeah. and I wanted to remember. It, but it's funny because I so I I love uh, Fish Tank. I really enjoy American Honey, filmed uh, here mm-hmm. in Kansas City. But then, um, I mean, I like Big Little Lies season two. 
right now. I, I don't see anything different that she's doing than um, the person who did the first season. Uh-huh. But I think it's cool that she took over for... Who was the guy that did uh, the first season of Big Little Lies? Jean-Luc. Yes. Um, but yeah. Something. <laughs> I just think... Jean-Luc something. So... That's my list. I mean, I'm just like looking at Spike Lee and like I'm, I'm probably just really ignorant because I haven't heard of a lot of these. But have you heard of Coolio High? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Michael Schultz in 1975? Never heard of it. I Am Cuba? Mm-mm. Mikhail Kalazosov in 64? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I just I think there's some things that could be off this list probably, even though I haven't seen them and whatever. Right. And again, I mean... I'm sure if Scorsese made a list of, mm-hmm. you know, it, it would be it'd be completely mm-hmm. different. And um, I guess I don't know. I don't understand. Like, so Catherine Bigelow, wasn't she the first female director to win the Academy Award? I think so. Like, I don't understand how that's not essential. Yeah. I don't like, know. I mean, I think the heart. I, get it. I mean, I guess, I guess it depends on the, your definition of it. Right. But I mean, like uh, in movie history, I guess that moment would be yeah, essential. But I guess maybe people don't consider the hurt. But Locker there, to be, there's also a lot of other like classic films or or just older films by female directors that I haven't seen before, mm-hmm. but like Elaine May has, well, she wrote a lot too, but she directed a few that are, that are supposed to be great and iconic. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's still surprising to, to hear anybody say that he hasn't seen, and maybe he just hasn't seen any of these classes. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not, a, maybe he's a casual film goer and mm-hmm. doesn't like all these things. But I feel like a p- casual film goer looking at these movies that Spike Lee yeah. thinks yeah. Yeah. What? like, what? I would, um, their the last detail by Hal Ashby. Yeah, that I know. No, <laughs> the last I detail. don't know that. Hal Ashby's a um, he's a big deal. He did Harold and Maud. He's done a lot. Harold of and things. Kumar. Harold and Maud. What? what and that's that? actually not on this list, though. Mm, surprising. Yeah, Hal Ashby is a great one. There's there's a lot of like uh, so Bill Hader once did a I think he said like a hundred films to watch uh, if you're interested in comedy or want to be mm-hmm. in comedy and. That's a really good list. There's great stuff in there. And I think that it's still interesting. I, I do like seeing uh, directors list like some, because I think Tarantino's done that before, like mm-hmm. films that have influenced him. And of course, that's a that's a crazy list. But um, uh, I, I think that's where I don't mind it. If you're saying like, this is what I think of like sure. movies yeah, that to have, me, to me, but to right. say like, hey, if you want to direct, like, it's just so like tone deaf to not have a woman Absolutely. on this but list. But isn't, isn't, but Spike Lee can kind of be like that can he i don't know yeah i don't know maybe he just wasn't exposed that guy he probably maybe he didn't seek that kind of stuff out i I don't i don't know um yeah who knows but i mean he's he's an older guy now Mm -hmm. but um i agree with that i think it's i think it's important to say what influenced you as mm-hmm. a director because i would as much as i know and that's Spielberg probably what he but, meant by this right. but yeah. the fact that it's like titled like a film like essential for film directors like sure well and then the, and then the silly. asshole who came out and yeah. said that yeah. he's you know um but thankfully times are a changing and <laughs> we've got we've got a lot of like because we've listed a lot of directors who maybe like the director of can you ever forgive me maybe i wouldn't call that movie essential but she's just starting she's out in her right, directing. You exactly. know she's going to make something great. Or the director of Leave No Trace is a good mm-hmm. example. Like, I never saw that, but I know it's supposed to be great. Mm-hmm. She did do Winter's Bone, which I did love. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure she's going to make something great. Mm-hmm. Like, we're in a good stage nowadays. I'm sure Olivia Wilde is going to keep making great yeah. stuff. Like, we're, we're that's the advantage is that things are changing a little bit, and there are going to be a lot. So, like, 20 years from now, a director 
might make a list of their you know essential films mm-hmm. and there will be a lot of female directors on yeah. there. So. which is cool because it times are changing and they need times to be and changing. i feel like that several years ago you would have been like where's the women and directors like they're just like people aren't giving them the same opportunities and sure. now we're like getting so many great yeah. like oscar worthy yeah. stuff because even, i just yeah even if they're still not getting the same opportunities there has been progress right. in that regard yeah you know absolutely yay cool um well, let's scream or screen it um i don't know i'm gonna cheat and my scream is gonna be this whole spider-man thing yeah. because that's the angriest thing that to to that i have but i but my screaming is uh, i finally watched the i've started what we do in the shadows the tv version mm-hmm. and so i've only watched the first episode but i loved it and i'm excited to watch more um because i love the movie sarah and i were talking about this yeah, yesterday so how, how great i the saw movie it is. at the tivoli yeah <laughs> when it i came wish out. i would have seen it in theaters because we, so we were funny. late to it but it's so funny and um obviously it's directed by taika watiti but written by him and jemaine clement and they star mm-hmm. in it and they're hilarious mm. so funny and jemaine clement uh he at least wrote the pilot, but I know Taika Waititi was a producer on the show too, and they eventually cameo in the in the first season. But I'm really excited to watch more. It's on Hulu now, so that's how we jumped into it. But it is great. Nice. I also rewatched Avengers Endgame this weekend. Oh, still great, still great. Spider Man's great in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, poor Justin, a little heartbroken. Uh, Spider Man's my favorite man. I know. Feel bad. Being, being yeah. Well, my scream it is that they're making a Matrix Four, and I right. don't know how yep. they're going to do this because <laughs> the four, the two main characters are dead. Right. So, um, but it's cool, I guess, that Keanu Reeves is coming back yeah. for it, mm-hmm. and Carrie, and, Carrie Moss. and Moss is coming back for only, it. Only one of the Wachowskis is coming back, which is right, Lena. That, yeah, not both of them. Um, so wh- how they're going to manage to do this, especially like, I mean, I do love the Matrix movies, but like they got so convoluted in two yeah. and three. Yeah. The first even though like so i feel like i even have a fairly good grasp of two and three i was still confused like sure. yeah. i mean like i remember having to explain the first matrix to like everybody because uh. I, I actually understood <laughs> it but like the second and third one i was like i get part of it but i still don't really know what's happening in some I've, of them i've only seen the sequels once each so i have such little memory of it like yeah. i forgot that they died at the end yeah like, what a terrible movie what the third one. I mean, awful. Is I don't there think anything it's like good terrible, about that movie? But it's it's confusing. Like it's really confusing. I was just more talking about like the the animation and the oh, acting. Oh, because they go they go yeah. weird CGI. It was just him, like him really flying weird. Like, out of control. I think the flying the one stuff. fight scene where all the agents are flying yes. in and then he like jumps up in the air to do the kicks and it's an obviously CGI. Yeah, yeah. it is bad CGI. That's rough. I agree with you. Has any the effects have any? I saw. Gosh, this ages me. I saw Matrix Revolutions. My dad took me to it, and it was like the only IMAX theater at the time. I think was at the Kansas City Zoo, mm-hmm. and that's how we saw it. Was I didn't they, even they know there was a play, theater they used there. To play, yeah, they so they had a. I think that was the first IMAX screen. So growing up, we went to like see like they made the IMAX movies like Michael Jordan. Do they Jordan still have a movie theater there? I don't know. I've I don't think they that. do because I I've never seen anything mm-hmm. about it. But um, they they there was a time I think it was maybe for a year or two where they would play like some movies yeah and i don't know how often but that came out in mm, theaters okay. and it was like an imax so i went know. to the theater with my dad and older brother they went and saw the matrix reloaded mm-hmm. and i saw bruce almighty no because <laughs> you were old enough to get in because i didn't care and oh. i had the option my dad was like do you want to see that or you want to see something else and i saw bruce almighty like, i mean i was, I was like, like yeah. a huge <laughs> matrix fan like back in the oh, i loved the first one yeah. i thought the second one was okay so like, yeah, i'm sure i saw the third one in theaters and it, just I, like didn't get what i the hell saw was happening but like a theory or somebody just joked 
joking like that maybe because it's a computer program that Neo has been cached into the computer <laughs> so they can like bring him back that way because that, that is I am curious to see how he's brought here's back, the thing you know? I don't think there's a way to do it without being again super confusing and if sure. you're already mm-hmm. starting or the fourth silly. film off is like what are we talking about mm-hmm. here yeah I mean if they could bring it back to basics like a little bit even though like, sure. Matrix 1 is not basic at all then I think it would work but I just don't see there's any way to do it without like also being convoluted and yeah. already just do I'm a gonna sequel be checked to out one. so how about that just all like pretend the second, first and, the second and third don't exist <laughs> see how you can do that I'm excited to see I mean like effect, obviously like uh, visual effects have, have been updated so much over yeah. the you know I, and we know I, we love Keanu Reeves fighting and we know we love Keanu I'm all there for Keanu okay this is a really uh, bad question <laughs> but it's a concern <laughs> so and it brings uh, oh, that's the mic is muting me now. Yeah, it's so bad. Uh, the actor who is Agent Smith, uh-huh. yeah, Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving wasn't he Red Skull in yeah. Captain America? Well, yes, the first, the first one. Yeah. So why he wasn't the Avengers? He wasn't in the. He wasn't in the Avengers one. Right. Okay. They had another actor that was Ross. Got Marquette. it. Because yeah. I thought that it was him in infinity war and then i was shocked when i watched it right. yeah. i'm like that's not well, so the guy okay. that did it is like well known for his he's like amazing impressionist he's on the walking dead mm-hmm. and like he can yeah. basically impersonate like any celebrity okay. so so also, they went for cheap with him is what you're saying oh, i'm sure i'm but, sure yeah. also hugo weaving didn't want to come back and yeah. do the yeah. makeup and stuff but i a fun fact uh the movie ready or not comes his out this daughter weekend. niece niece but still that movie Samara is getting, Weaving Samara Weaving that movie is getting great reviews I I'm, can't believe it I'm really excited to see it I don't know if I will because I, it's going to be a while before I can see something in the yeah. theaters again but I actually can believe it because when I saw the trailer I was like huh this yeah. actually looks kind of yeah. fun That's what I told, and like I, I, I really kind of wanted yeah. to see it I almost went to the screening but we couldn't go so yeah. I mean I, I actually am kind of it was, excited for it it was one of those where I was like that looks really fun there's it no does. way it's going to be good though yeah. and like I just have low expectations for certain horror films nowadays but I love that it's getting interviews and I think I, that's the kind of horror up my alley because it's seems very cabin in the woods yeah and i love fu- cabin in the woods. they say it's funny so. and just fun and, yeah. and, I, and i like her she was in a movie called mayhem that i like a lot which is also kind of mm-hmm. a horror film and then she was in uh well she was in three billboards a little bit but mm-hmm. um oh man i'm blanking on this other horror film she was oh the babysitter on netflix oh, that, yeah. I, that i think is fun it's like not good but it's fun mm-hmm. So she's kind of becoming a little scream queen. Well, modern scream queen. ready or not, you're going to get my scream it and screen it. Go. Go. <laughs> get it? Ready or not? I, yeah, no. we, right, we get it. You got it. Okay. I don't understand, Chris. Okay, could I'll you, explain. Could you please explain it to me? <laughs> <laughs> Justin, just look at the time to make sure this it's is like, do we have time for this? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for your scream it. Scream it. Bring back the IMAX to the zoo. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. Screen it. I'm uh, not driving all the way out to the zoo to see a movie. <laughs> uh, Big Little Eyes, season two. Uh, I wanted to stay up till 1 a.m. to watch the finale. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, I'll probably watch it tonight. So great. Um, the acting specifically mm-hmm. is so great. Um, Nicole Kidman and Meryl Streep, give them the Emmy now. Meryl cool. Streep is so You can't good. give it to both of them. Well, I guess well, one could one be lead could be and one could be supporting. I'm thinking Meryl Streep yeah. would be supporting. I bet they do that just yeah. so they don't have but to Lord go But Laura Dirty even was great. I mean, yeah. there's a lot. I mean, Zoe Kravitz is great. She Zoe was Kravitz the one that stood out to me, even though I didn't like her storyline. But Yeah, it was great. Uh, in the hospital scene, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, mm, I could see her getting some Emmy yeah. love. So they're not, they'd be up for next year's Emmys, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. They um, like to premiere just too late or something. Yeah. Another screen it. I recently purchased Summer of 84. On Blu-ray, oh, yeah. and this would be my third time seeing it. Uh-huh. It's so great. Oh, awesome. I'm like, maybe I don't the only even one. know what that it's is. It's like Stranger Things, oh. but 
some people have issues with it. I think it was a Sundance film, but yeah, uh, the, en- the ending a lot. I think some people had. Problems I think it had like a sort of following though. Like I've, yeah. I've heard other people say it's really good and music's great. Now that um, since you bought it, I would love to borrow it sometime. Yes. Yeah, feel cool. free. It was ten bucks. Never heard of it. Uh, and then my last uh, screen it. <laughs> oh, you have several. <laughs> I do. Is the one I'm most excited for. Yes. Uh, I am going with our uh, fourth co-host, <laughs> I guess, Nathan. Uh, we're going to go see uh, the director's cut of Midsommar. Which? Next what week. does that mean? Just like more scenes? It's like a half hour. Of, oh. It's how he intended, obviously, director's cut. But I guess the studio, which it, that's what. That's another scream it, I guess. Uh, is like why A24 is doing what they're doing because I don't... Nathan would probably have a better answer than I would on this, but I guess I'm confused with A24 where they seem like a studio to just like kind of let artists do what they want and someone like Ari Aster that made Hereditary... And they did not do that? I guess they urged, strongly urged him to make some more cuts, Hmm. but I think that this extra 30 minutes will kind of add significantly to okay. the holes that were I still need to watch that on my iPad later. <laughs> oh. I can't mean to do that. Okay, I'm sorry. That No wonder you looked at the clock because last Scream It is on the same <laughs> subject, but the Scream It is totally related to Midsommar because they are releasing... So uh, Screenland Armor is where we're seeing this, uh, the director's cut. Okay. Uh, so next week, so August 29th, uh, October 1st, they are releasing the Blu-ray and DVD for Midsommar. Mm-hmm. The Blu-ray and DVD will not include the director's cut in it. It is only including a that TV commercial with the they? bear in the cage and then like probably a 10-minute documentary. So why like what are they going to do? Are we that's why I want to see it so bad in theaters is I don't know when we're going to see it. See it because why would they release the Blu-ray? They're not going to are they going to wait a year and then release the director's Maybe we'll cut? They'll do it like later. Maybe. It's a cash grab. Greedy sons of, <laughs> I mean, you know what? Didn't they do that with um, Blade Runner? There was like several cuts of Blade oh, Runner. Oh, the original Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But really, like, there's a lot of them. But yeah. is that like, I, I guess I I just don't know what they're doing here because I don't think that it's ever going to be released because Midsommar. I'm sure they me, will. I, I think, yeah, if they're putting it in theaters, I bet if, if I mean, I don't know if I doubt Screenland's the only place getting it. Surely mm-hmm. somebody else somewhere is getting it. So maybe if there's a good word of mouth on it, they'll you know like yeah. people respond to it pretty well because i did read that like somebody said it whatever it, that it is but like it's like beautiful or different it's bad it's really good in a different way or yeah. something, something like that i they spoke positively hmm. of it but let artists do their thing i'm okay, sure it was so just that it was such a long i'm gonna movie. watch yeah. it it is really long well it's already it's two long hours but and... two and a, it's to like 220 and then this new cut is uh, is 170 I, like, minutes. Through some parts. I'll, yeah. I'm gonna watch it on my iPad, and then I just want you to tell me everything that happens <laughs> okay. in, the, in the other one. And I'm gonna have to fast forward because two hours and 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Ugh. The new one is two hours and 51 minutes. But you said it's not that scary, so maybe I can handle. No, it. No, I didn't find it that scary. It's okay. it's just more disturbing imagery, but no, not so much. You don't li- um, I don't love that either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All righty, cool. Do you have any more screamets, Chris? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Okay, that I'm on this podcast with you. Is that your screamet? That's that, that, it. Could mean? be both. Uh, I don't know. Okay. What it, Why is he always yeah. insulting us? I don't know. We're so nice to you. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's talk about that. How much time do you have? All right. None. To be continued. I don't know. Please um subscribe to our podcast. Yeah. Tell your friends and, and tell stuff. your friends and share yeah. and whatever. And look for us now on the morning show. Yes. 
we and have, Kansas City Live. We're doing things. We're yeah. doing bigger and better things. Justin's going to see it chapter two mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of weeks, so yep. look forward to that. Yeah. Yep. All yep. right. Like and subscribe, <laughs> and uh, send all your insults to our Twitter account at, at Chris. <laughs> <laughs>